Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand and missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platform. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions. North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Today, tomorrow, this week, next week, Bob is gone. I will be your host. I will be steering the Oilers now ship through the dog days of summer, and we're going to have some fun with it. Frankly, if you're following the hockey world, you know there's not a ton going on right now. We'll hit on what is going on. Of course, the Halets, um, excuse me, the Helenka Gretzky Cup is taking place uh, in Slovakia, Canada, with a pair of wins so far through the first couple of games. We will uh, acquire any Oilers off-season content that we have access to, of course, and uh, and we'll go from there. And we'll just kind of continue down the stream of having as much fun as we possibly can before the season gets going. Oilers now, of course, brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store. No need to spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated 
place to buy office technology, software, IT, and supplies. So specifically for today's show, uh, Oilers TV and Tony Brar caught up with Sam Gagne as the Oilers Hockey School is in its last week here, I believe, for the summer. Sam Gagne, uh, we'll check in with him at about 12.15. Hear what uh, they had to say on how the offseason is gone, what things are looking like moving forward here. And is Gagne a fit for the third-line center role? We'll get to that in a few minutes here. Uh, I do want to, at 12.35, really turn the show over to you. If there's anything that you've got on your mind from this offseason leading into the season, player acquisitions, lack thereof, whatever you've got to say, send it to me. We'll fire it up at 12.35. We'll get some of your thoughts, your grievances, your excitements out there in the open. But one thing I really do want to talk about, because Ken Holland was, uh, he was on the World Junior Summer Showcase broadcast on uh, on TSN, and he mentioned that they might be done. Once Jessup Pugliarvi is, is taken care of, whatever the final decision is there, they're likely done in terms of roster movement for the offseason. That's him saying that. I was a little bit surprised by that, given what we're looking at for a third-line center, but we're going to break that down, and I want you to text me at 630-630. Who is your choice to open the season as the Oilers' third-line center. And we'll break it down like this. Basically, there's a few options that we've listed here. Uh, Sam Gagne mentioned Jujar Kara is another one. We heard Dave Tippett earlier on uh, in this offseason here on this show a couple weeks ago, as a matter of fact, talk about J.J. Kara as an option for the third-line center. He does have experience there. Uh, Cooper Marodi, of course, one of the young up-and-comers in this program. Uh, the Oilers' uh, system, he could be an option. I think he's got a ways to go, but he's there as well. And then, of course, Gaetan Haas out of the Swiss League. So that's basically what we're looking at. Is it Gagne? Is it Kara? Is it Marodi? Is it Haas? Is it Colby Cave? Let me know what you think at 630-630. That is the Heartland Ford text line. Not your small-town dealership with a huge new state-of-the-art facility. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. After that... 105, we're going to rerun something that we recorded earlier this summer. Oilers Director of Pro Scouting, Archie Henderson. Bob was in conversation with him. We'll get a, a look at one of the other minds, the new minds in this franchise, and see where he wants to see this team go, what they need to do to improve on the roster, on last season, on the last stretch of hockey. It's... Um, Listen, I think this this new regime has given us a lot to be excited about so far. If you're an Oilers fan, just the prospect of so much change that's gone on. And Archie Henderson is a part of that now, having taken over director of pro scouting. So 105 will check in with him. And then 630 Cheds, Reed Wilkins is going to sit down in studio with me at 135. We'll talk Oilers. We'll talk Eskimos, who dropped the first installment of the Battle of Alberta to Calgary on the weekend. Uh, boy, a tale of two teams. They are almost unstoppable at home and then they go on the road and it's not the same thing so 135 uh, you can keep in touch of course on the river cree resort casino hotline that is 780-496-0063 catch the romantics at the river cree on august 9th that is this friday night tickets at the river cree resort.com oilers now is the twitter handle bob is at bob underscore stoffer though of course he's on his limited holiday time so maybe uh maybe leave him alone for a little bit here i am always available at Brendan Escott. So again, keep the text coming. 630-630. Your third line center option. This might be the biggest remaining question after what happens with Yesapoyarvi. Who do you like and why? 
let me know what you think. That being said, we're going to jump right now into the Oilers Now Audio Vault. It is brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. I mentioned it. It is Sam Gagne checking in with Tony Brar from Oilers TV. This took place yesterday. Uh, Sam covering a multitude of topics. All right, Sam, we're here in St. Albert, uh, obviously for Oilers Hockey School. Uh, one, how excited are you to be here? And two, have you done something like this before with other teams in the past? Uh, yeah, um, no, I'm excited. I think, uh, you know, obviously the kids, um, you know, coming here trying to work on their games and um, just having fun with it. And, um, you know, if I can help in any way and... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm here to do that so yeah it's definitely a lot of fun um, you, you always enjoy these types of things and um, uh, should be a fun day I'm going to put you on the spot what's the one takeaway you want the kids to have when they leave today um, I think you just want to enjoy it I mean uh, you know I think uh, at this stage of um, where they're all at you just want to continue to kind of feed their passion and and um, the more you can have fun with it the more you're going to, to want to put in the work and um, and then put in the hours and so I think um, you know if you can enjoy yourself today and and uh, you know try and just add a few things um, uh, skill wise and uh, you know it should be uh, a, a lot for them going forward. Well we briefly talked about uh, you enjoying your summer what have you been up to this summer on a personal level and uh, how's, the, how's the family doing? Uh, yeah it's been great um, a lot of family time uh, you know obviously with the way last year went and um, kind of being being away a lot for my family um just kind of wanted to, to you know be around as much as i can and uh, be a dad you know so um it, it was great um got to spend a lot of time with my kids and uh um you know do a lot of training as well and um you know got about a month left here uh till training camp and it's just a matter of uh ramping things up and, and making sure uh you're ready you talked about training uh what are some specific things that you've trained and as you get more experience and get older in this league uh does do those off-season training uh, regimens kind of alter a little bit as you get older? Yeah, you know, I think you pick up different things along the way and uh, learn different things about how your body responds. Um, and I think for me, uh, you know, you see how fast the league's getting and you just want to continue to to try and work on your speed and work on your pace. And uh, that's something that I've uh, tried to do all summer. And then, you know, just be on the ice, I think. For me, um, you know, it's about feel and uh, feeling good with the puck on my stick and being able, to make, being able to make plays. And so, you know, I've tried to be on the ice a lot and, um, you know, it's something I, I really enjoy doing. So uh, it's been a good summer in that regard. Have you been training with any of your teammates over the summer? I've been out west a little bit, um, skating with Nuge and uh, Jujar. So, um, you know, that's been good. Uh, you know, it's always, it's always nice to, to uh, get on the ice with some of your teammates, I think, um, be in Toronto here a little bit and uh, see Nursey and, and Connor and um, you know it's uh, I think anytime you get a chance to be, a, be on the ice with your teammates in the summer it just kind of helps you uh, coming back into the season and get to catch up with those guys and, and see how their summers are going as well. Uh, last season uh, you started the season in Vancouver then you went to Toronto in the AHL and then obviously the trade brought you to Edmonton we all heard about the Brooklyn story and how you showed up just minutes before your game does it kind of change the mindset a little bit now that you know you were a staple in the last 25 games of the season you were effective offensively on the defensive side of the puck now that you have a mainstay in the lineup and uh, something to look forward to yeah I mean um, I think you learn that you know every day you have to prove yourself in this league and 
Um, you know, I think it uh, doesn't matter if you feel like you're a mainstay or whatever. You have to make sure that you come prepared and, and come ready to, to earn your job again. And um, that's kind of my mindset. But at the same time, I think, you know, when you can be comfortable and um, have some familiarity, it, it definitely helps. And, um, you know, I, I've... You know, know most of the coaching staff, um, having been with uh, you know a few of them before, and um, you know know my teammates from last year, and uh, familiar with kind of everything around the rink, the dressing room, all that kind of stuff, and it just makes things easier. So, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to getting getting started and um, getting into camp, and you know it's it's felt like a long off season, and uh, you know with the way my my season went last year, only playing about you know 30 games in NHL, so. Um, you know, I'm excited for uh, for the opportunity to come in and compete, and uh, looking forward to training camp. You talked about playing with the coaching staff prior. You were with Dave Tippett in 2014-15 with Arizona. You found offensive success with them too. What's Dave Tippett like as a coach, and what does he maybe bring to the table that helps complement your game? Well, I think um, I think I made a lot of strides that year under him in terms of my defensive game and uh, just my play away from the puck and and. You know, doing what I can to get the puck back. I think, you know, I've always been a guy that's, you know, more successful the more I have the puck. And I think, um, uh, you know, he's a guy that uh, he's done a really good job of uh, taking the roster he has and maximizing the the talent on the roster. And um, you know, I think we're in a different situation in Edmonton than than we were in in Arizona. You know, obviously, we have some high-end talent on our team, and. You know, I'm excited to see how everything goes. I think, um, you know, in terms of uh, offensive success, I think he's going to let the top guys kind of, um, you know, do their thing offensively. And uh, if we can cut down on our goals against and and uh, help out the goaltenders that way, um, it's going to help us go a long way. So I'm excited about it and uh, looking forward to the year. Dave uh, is part of med- one of many organizational changes this summer. When the team brings in a new general manager in Ken Holland, what does that do for a player? Well, I think uh, at the end of the day, you just hope for some stability. Um, And uh, both uh, Dave and and Ken are guys who've been around a long time, um, had a lot of success uh, um, in their respective organizations. So, um, you know, I think that's encouraging as a player. And, uh, you know, I think as a player, you just kind of go about your business and make sure you come ready for training camp and, uh, and, you know, kind of let... let your play do the talking, but um, it's it's definitely nice um, to have that, and um, you know, looking forward to, to seeing kind of uh, how everything shakes out in camp and uh, just getting started uh, in October. And last question, Sam. Uh, speaking of Ken Holland and training camp, he's brought in a lot of guys to compete for roles, especially in the bottom six. Uh, Archibald comes in, uh, Grandland, and then guys like Aiton Haas and Nygaard. Is there a real sense of competition heading into this year's training camp? Yeah, I mean, that, that's how you get better. I, I think internal competition is, is a great thing. Um, it's, you know, every day should be a, a competition for jobs and a competition to, to try and move up the lineup. And, and, you know, as long as it's healthy, that that's how your team has success. And, um, you know, I think, uh, like you said, we've had a lot of pieces. And... Um, uh, I'm excited to, to get to camp and, and see how everything shakes out. Obviously, there's you know there's going to be some different things that happen throughout the camp and you know throughout the season as well. And nothing ever stays the same, stays the same throughout an entire season. So um, I, I think uh, you learn as you go along, just to kind of be prepared for everything. And 
um, take each day as it comes and, and, and try and get better every day. So uh, I, I, I'm excited about it and I feel good right now and still another month to kind of ramp it up here and uh, looking forward to it. That is Sam Gagne in his uh, appearance on Oilers TV yesterday. And it seems insignificant in some respects, but what what Sam Gagne must mean to that dressing room and that acquisition last uh, February or something like that, I believe, January, February. Uh, Great move. Great low-key move. He's still only 29 years old, so he's a guy that personally I like seeing him in an Oilers uniform. I don't know what you think about that, but uh, you can certainly text me at 630-630. We've already got him coming in. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All over the map here. We're going to press pause for a minute. We'll get to these uh, when we come back. It is Brendan Escott in the hot seat today on Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. It is 12.22 in Edmonton. Brendan Escott with you for the rest of this week and next week. And you know we're having some fun with it. That being said, though, tomorrow, our Legends of the Game series continues for our friends at Touchback Safety. And it is the one that I think most have been waiting for. Wayne Gretzky will be on the show tomorrow. Bob did pre-tape that interview. And hey, it's going to span probably an hour and a half worth of airtime, something like that. So it's going to be as close to a tell-all as we're going to get with the great one. Very excited to hear that. I'm sure you are as well. So that starts at 12.35 tomorrow. Again, for our friends at Touchback Safety. We got the text line lighting up the conversation about the third line center. This is the one spot where, and there's been people out there on Twitter for the last few weeks throwing out their projected line combos and that sort of thing. I think this is where we're seeing the most variance. Keeping in mind that, as I mentioned off the top of the show, it doesn't sound like Ken Holland is going to be looking outside of the team for this. They've got... $2.4 million in cap room here, as I'm looking on uh, capfriendly.com. $2.433 million. That's what their space is right now. So, you know, if you want the team to spend right up to the cap and land at Derek Broussard, for example, that could be possible for sure. But I didn't get the sense, listening to, to Ken Holland talk when he was at the World Junior Summer Showcase there, that he's looking elsewhere. So I'm going down the list of internal options here, and that's what I've asked you to do. Uh, texter out Edmonton says, Sam Gagne all the way for third-line center. He's got heart as well, and the team needs that. Another texter says, Ryan McLeod, third-line center. I was on air 
probably two months ago now advocating for that. I think that you you have to at least give him an opportunity to compete for that in training camp. I don't know if he's there. I know Bob's reference that McLeod probably needs another year in the minors. And realistically, if you've got an option who's going to compete uh, compete at the, a similar level, keep your young guy down there. That seems to be what they want to do based on what they've said in the press conferences. When I say they, I mean Tippett and Holland. So I, I love the thought of Ryan McLeod there if he can crack it and earn that spot, but maybe don't expect that right out of the gate. Out of Grand Prairie, Broussard should be grabbed. I think that he would be a great fallback if Neil doesn't work with McDavid or Nuge. And then you could have Akira, Broussard, Neil as a third line. He's out there. I just, personally, listen, I I think that if they wanted to get something done with Derek Broussard, it would probably already be done. There's there's something there. His his production has tapered off. He's 32 years old, I believe, when the season starts. And so if they thought that there was something that they could make work, they would likely have done that. They seem to be preferring their internal options. Dudley says, none of my listed options should be the Oilers' third-line center. They need to go out and get one. Jeff in Sherwood Park says, Who should be the Oilers' third-line center? Whomever Dave Tippett chooses. He's the new coach, and he deserves to make and play his choice before the armchair GMs in this city offer any sort of criticism. And then we've got a couple people vouching here for Gaetan Haas. Uh, Interesting point, Jeff. You're never going to escape the scrutiny of the armchair GMs. It's fun. We all do it. We all get on Twitter. I think the more mature Twitter users, if I could say that, will actually tie their face and name to what they're saying, but there's others out there who would like to armchair GM. Um, it, we're having, we're at a situation right now with this specifically, with specifically with the third line center where this is what we get to watch in training camp now because there's so many options. Uh, I should note too that Brodziak likely, uh, we might not see him in too many games in an Oilers sweater based on what I can understand because he's battling some injuries right now. He didn't produce, I think, anywhere near where he wanted to last year either, so that didn't... uh, I don't don't imagine that went very far with management in terms of earning him contention there. Jason says, McLeod, third-line center. Give your head a shake, man. Well, the only reason I don't want to write that off is because you look around the league and there's plenty of other young players that are able to contribute. I don't want them to rush Ryan McLeod out of necessity, but I don't want them to write that off as a potential option simply because he's only 19 years old. If he goes out there and he's your best option, give him a chance. Gaetan Haas says a texture out of Edmonton, third line center. He's unknown, but he might be able to slide in at camp. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.